Hey everyone, this is Rina. And this is Justin, and we want to welcome you to the Too Real K-Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we keep it honest and sometimes way too real about all things K-Pop. Get ready to talk music, industry tea, comebacks, survival shows, music recommendations, and so much more. We'll laugh, we'll joke, and sometimes get a little too controversial, but it's all good and fun. So buckle up, because this episode is gonna be a fun one. And we're about to get to Real K-Pop. Hey guys, we are finally back with another episode. Hey guys, so hope you guys enjoyed our last episode. Last week was a complete mess. You guys don't even know. They don't even know. Why we didn't put up an episode. Well, first, we were able to put out the planned episode, but we had recorded that in advance. But we literally recorded nothing this past week because... Rita over here was busy with school. She yeah. was killing the game. Big presentations, exams, oh quizzes. But you killed it. Yeah. You killed it. Come on now. I got it over with. You got it over with. <laughs> Finals be coming up though. Just saying. Yikes. <laughs> and don't even don't even get I got hella sick. I have not been sick like that in a long time. Yeah. So I was down and out and out of commission. But We're finally back, we are here, we are present, and we are ready. So let's jump right in and let everyone know what we're talking about today. So last time, we threw it back to 2015, but today is time to delve into some more spicy topic, I guess. Uh, We will be discussing our K-pop guilty pleasures. Ooh! (sighs) Girl... We about to expose ourselves or get dragged. Probably both. But before we get into those songs that we just can't help but love, even if we have to keep it in secret, let's start off by catching each other up and everyone up on what you've been listening to. So what you've been listening to, as some of you will know, is our first segment where we talk about a K-pop song, new or old, that we can't help but listen to lately. So I could start this week. Yeah, go for it. So I have been listening to Smiley by Yenna. Oh my god, Miss Smiley. Miss Smiley. I mean, of course, Eyes One related. Are we surprised yeah, here? No, we're not. <laughs> but you know, when it came out, first of all, I think before we even get into the song, we all expected Yenna to join Everglow after Eyes One disbanded. Yeah, there were a lot of rumors. Even while she was still in yeah. the group. But because there were, I remember there would be theories. Yes. Um, oh my God! They left. They a left specific, a chair. They left the chair. They left a space for her. Yeah. She's gonna come. They all made these like conspiracy theories, like oh my God, Yenna's gonna join. Which if she did, like would have been hella cool. It would have been cool. But She's regardless, a great singer, yeah. good rapper. She could do it all. But I feel like regardless, it doesn't matter. It would have been cool either way. Either solo way, right? Exactly. And, you know, she debuted solo, and I was excited to see what she could do. And when I saw she was collaborating with BB for the the song, I was like, oh, okay, like, what are we going for here? Because, you know, with her, she can go either way now. So I was, like, really curious. And then Smiley came out, and it was kind of lackluster to me. We all know this. I was more of a Miss Door 
Miss Glassy. It's Miss Glassy for me. And then Yenna came out with Smiley. And the concept was cute, you know, like, oh, trying to put smiles on people's faces Mm -hmm. everywhere and very, like, heroic. And I thought it was really interesting she went for that, like, rocker vibe. Yes. Because even the one song off her album I love, Luck to You, yeah. it's you rock. Made, I, I remember um, you made me listen to it. Yeah, it's very punk, rebellion yeah. type style. So I really was interested to see her debut with that kind of sound. But Smiley did not hook me. And it was kind of lackluster to me. And then I it did the best out of the uh, Eyes One Soloist because mm-hmm. Miss Door, Miss Glassy and then her she was the only one who got a win out of all Damn. of them and then she charted well with the song I didn't even know that and then Hyewon came out with um, a ballad but she didn't even promote it so I was happy to see her do well but I didn't really like the song and then if you guys follow us on Instagram you might have noticed that one day I did the song of the day, and it was Smiley by Yenna because literally the day before and that day, all of a sudden I was just like, hey, I'm going to make you smile, smile, smile. And I was like, oh, it my always, gosh. It always ends up being that way. It always happens. And literally since then, the song's been on repeat yep. for me. It just It's just one random day where it just flips a, a switch in your head. All of a sudden. Like, that was me with Blue Hour whenever. Yes. Yes. I hated it. Because that you, I was on board with that I song did already. Not like it. And I was like, it's so good. And you're like, no, what is you this? Know, like, I didn't like it. And all of a sudden, I forgot which line I was singing. It was a really catchy. Ugh, I forgot. What I it forgot, was. but I remember all of a sudden you were just like, it was the part. Blue Hour. Yeah. It was. um. It was that part where they got rid... It's not in the audio. Yes, the dance break. It's the dance break. We dance all night. Up, down, here we go. Do it. That part. I can't believe they didn't put that in the audio. I was so mad. All of a sudden, I remember texting you. And I was just like, I'm into Blue Hour. Yes. Oh my gosh. Also, it just flips the switch randomly. That I sang that part way too long. I apologize. My voice is still not back at 100% after my little hiatus here of being sick, but we, we out here trying. Yeah, no, I'm not even going to try because I sound like a dying rat. So, oh. <laughs> girl, okay. We need to put a smile on your face. Play <laughs> Smiley. Come on now. <laughs> so, Smiley is now a certified bop for me. And. Yeah. We be playing it. Hey, I'm going to make Because when, I, was, when I listened to it, I was interested. I, I didn't think you were going to like it. I, it had BB in it. So it was, did. So I was thinking, oh, maybe it's a little bit of like R&B. Because you know, there have been like, like a few BB songs you know, and features that are actually yeah. like very good. And BB is Because I wouldn't say like I'm a BB R&B. fan, but mm-hmm. she's relevant enough to me where if I see her name, I'm like, ooh. I love some of her songs, but... I just, I can't get into her. I don't know why. There's, I think her... There's only one or two songs that I like by her, and I wish I loved her music more. I love her as an artist and a person, though. You just haven't gotten there but yet. I just, yeah. Yeah. But 
Her casino is my favorite. Yes, I mean, I will say I don't think her feature is necessary on this song. And a lot of people have said that. I've seen that on Twitter too. It is kind of random because Yenna could have popped off with a rap of her own. We all know from Eyes One Days. But regardless, it's a good song to me. It makes me feel good. It's happy-go-lucky. It's motivating, uplifting. Everybody should put a smile on their face. So, smiley. If you haven't listened, go stream, go support. Yeah. And that's on period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it ended up being cute for me. So, <laughs> if I, you guys I... <laughs> have caught on, you know that's a needle in a haystack is cute for her. It'll yeah. be that one song in like every 50. Because I was kind of excited because it was like, oh, BB's on it? Maybe it's a little different, but it ended up being really cute. And I was just like, okay, no. You wanted them <laughs> bad girl vibes. Yeah, I wanted them. <laughs> Bad gal. But that's what I've been listening to. Let's catch everyone up on what you've been listening to. So I've been listening to I See You Looking, Looking at, at My, my P.I.C. Miss Jessie came back with Zoom. And honestly, first time, I think we listened to it together. Together, yeah. Yeah. But I could immediately, when I heard the song, couldn't get out of my head. Zoom After, in. <laughs> Zoom out. <laughs> Zoom in. It's very catchy. It's so catchy. Um, She looks amazing. Love the mix of rap and singing. Yes. Love the mix. I think she was kind of going for a Nunu Nana vibe because she had that singing It was very hip-hop-y, but still right. Yeah, she had the rap. Because in Nunu Nana, she had, um, I'm trying to give you something more. Right, right. Yeah. And then here, she has the ooh, ooh, you know. And then she has the rap. Bitch, bitch, not a bitch. <laughs> Her second verse. That went verse hard. goes hard. If you peeped our Instagram, plug it again, cause y'all I have did. been paying it dust. <laughs> I did post that second verse because she went in. She went in exactly. in that part. And we had to post it. Yeah, I had to post that part. But she looks follow so us if good. you haven't. I'm not even kidding. The Instagram is so much damn work. Y'all don't even know. So to be paid dust, I see y'all be watching our videos but not following. Come on. He really went in. Okay. But I love her outfits. Yes. She always looks good. Her fits. When does she not look Yeah, good? her fits are, her fits in that MV are so nice. And when, I think when she was in the director's chair, I think it said like bad bitch on the back or something. And I was just like on brand. On brand. Lights, camera, Nothing action, new. baby. I- you oh, that part is so and in the end with that it's so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a catfish girl <laughs> me too girl we, I, we can I, relate we can I relate know to it, that it was size picture on the phone but for oh some God. reason i'm like <laughs> i forgot it was i want someone picture. on stan twitter to take that part and just edit like jyp's face there <laughs> because you you guys oh know like God. that man is the butt of every joke on stan <laughs> twitter <laughs> Not even just stand Twitter. Like, just I think everywhere. In, in general. Everywhere. Like, anything JYP related, we have Jackson's face, 2019 Mama on our oh faces. Because that man keeps us with our jaws dropped. He's unhinged, I feel like, all the time. <laughs> He's Especially the true catfish. What... <laughs> oh, my God. 
but Jesse Zoom, ten out of ten. I really like it. Um, it's such a solid be, release. She'd be up in her dancing game. We had La Chica in there. I like this song Street too so much better than Cold Blooded. I know Cold Blooded was the Street Woman Fighter song she put yeah. out, but this song is just so much more of my vibe. It's yeah, because Cold Blooded is very very rap heavy. I like Cold Blooded, but. I feel like I'd listen to Zoom because it's a lot more catchy. And I feel at some moments it's more poppy too. And I feel like she does that on purpose sometimes too because, you know. She knows, yeah. yeah. She knows. It's like, a good balance of rap and right. pop. So, um, but yeah, I was not expecting that catfish line. That was so. I think at we, first, I didn't even realize what she yeah, said. But I, I remember we both looked at each other and then we started dying. We were dying because we I was like. <laughs> we were like, wait, what? And then I think we replayed it, and that's when we saw Sai, yeah. and we were just like, wait, wait. Because yeah. <laughs> that was funny. But, yeah, you know, La Chica did their thing. They choreographed it. Jesse's choreographies are super nice and simple that you can do as well, which I really appreciate, because us hags just can't dance to current K-pop songs anymore. They're too hard. It's a challenge. <laughs> but... Yeah, anyways, that was Jessie's Zoom. Y'all should go listen to it if y'all haven't. It's it's a very good song, and overall... Go stream. Yeah. So, moving right along, it's time to dive into our second segment. We're bringing it back. Hashtag, what's been trending? So, yes, we this is the segment we used to call Talk About the Trends, but we're switching it up, and we're now calling it Hashtag, what's been trending? So here we're going to talk about some topics and industry news that has been trending lately. So since I went first for what you've been listening to, why don't you catch us up on what trend you've been following? So I'm going to be talking about May comebacks because we have a couple that are going on. The first and foremost, GOT7! Period! When I saw, I feel as though when everyone saw that, it was everywhere. It was on TikTok. It was, it was everywhere. Instagram. They're really breaking everywhere. the standard. And I'm so happy because, honestly... Because, you know, there are groups who leave and go to separate <clears throat> agencies and are like, we're not disbanding, but we're just taking a break from group stuff. But like, they let's never look end at, up coming back. <laughs> like EXID. Yeah. Come on now. But there are some groups who do do it. It's not as frequently, but I mean, like, A-Pink just came back, and they're all, like, separated. So it's always really nice to see when groups leave and are able to come back together. Mm -hmm. With GOT7, though, I just think it's so crazy and, like, against the typical K-pop standard. Because it wasn't even... It was a year ago that they all left JYP. So they said, we're not disbanding, we're going to stay group. But I just don't think everyone realized it was going to be so soon after. I think everyone... Or I was kind of like, I'll believe it when I see it. Because a lot of groups do say that, but it never ends up happening. EXID. Listen, I'm going to keep throwing them under the bus because we should have gotten a comeback from them by now. Honestly, we should have. But I'm just really excited for God 7. I am too. Just to see them together again. And I think it's great because 
all the members have been killing it individually. Yes. E- yes. So it's not even like, yeah. you know, there's like, oh, that irrelevant member yeah, who it's like, no, oh my no. God, it's going to be great to see that. All no, them, they've all, all been killing it. Have been very active, very, some half making music, half doing other things. Yep. They're, so they're in like every field of entertainment. Yeah. You can find a GOT7 member. Yeah. Anywhere you want, acting, yes. singing, streaming. For me specifically, I've been keeping up with Jackson, Yugiam, and JB. So I've been keeping up oh, with Bam Mark. Bam Bam, 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 Bam well. you can't never, you can't not see Bam Bam. Yeah. He's always around somewhere. Yeah. Um, but you know, I've been following. And then because Mark. of you, Mark. Of course, <laughs> I know Jin Young's been doing like his acting stuff. Yeah. I see it every now and then. Young Jay, I know he came out with a mini album, mm-hmm. so they're all doing their own thing. And then I recently saw a clip because a JB was on Eric Nam's oh his Day-Bop. podcast, yeah, 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 yeah. show, I think. And I saw a clip where JB was actually saying, because I remember a, you and me and a couple of our other friends, we were just talking about. Um, you know, when GOT7 went to different companies and it it felt like each week or at least, you know, each month, one member was either signing Signing into something, doing something. Mm -hmm. And we were all kind of just saying how JB has been oddly quiet because he is the leader. Right. And then this clip basically discusses JB being like, the reason why I took so long to sign to a company, because I think it was already confirmed he was going to sign to hire, mm. but he said he signed late because he was researching the legalities of how to make everything under GOT7's name or his yes, name. Yes, because I just saw, actually, because it was just in the news. Happened. I just saw in the news that um, All the rights. JJ Project and yes. Just To, those like rights and yes. those, the names, and the trademarks, it all belongs to JB, JB. now. That he's so smart. So That's a businessman. He man. basically threw himself into a room and was just like, I'm gonna study this so I can, you know And they all may have made it pretty this. clear too that they were not signing with somewhere else unless they were also able to just return to God Seven whenever yes. they wanted. Yes. So they all made that very clear. Yeah. Which I think is a very big Crazy. statement in K pop. Yeah. Like that is really huge. Like this isn't just because, you know, Obviously, groups are made to be together. You train together. Some people train together and longer than others. everything at some point has to come to an end. Yeah. And so it just, I feel it shows the bond also between right. all of them. Yeah, you're right. Like, because some groups low-key kind of... It's are, business. Yeah, you can tell it's strictly business. It's business. It's like, oh, you see each other every four months and it's like, oh, it's that time again. Yeah. But it's really nice seeing groups like that. And I really think because it's setting a good standard. It is. Because GOT7, you see Sistar, they go hang out like every month. <laughs> you think? At this point, we just need the album. Yeah. <laughs> Them two. Come on. Where are the album at? Y'all are together like, like once a month. Clearly, they disbanded, but you guys see each Bora other Bora can take her damn often. nun outfit off. <laughs> Miss Veronica. And get her ass back into the studio. We know you like to access, but it's time to hit us with them. Bum, smart, hug it. Hit us with those kindergarten raps again. It is time. Those nursery rhymes. <laughs> no one else we, is giving you. We were hanging her. out not too long ago, and we were like, yo, we could write a Bora rap right now. Ready? One, two, three. Boy, I miss you. I want to <laughs> see you. And we were like, she would say that, though. She would. She would. But anyways, we got Gasson coming back. Someone else coming out of the dungeon too. 
be icon icon we haven't seen them since like kingdom literally <laughs> let me know why blackpink hasn't come back yet love set girls was almost two years ago i was talking to you earlier but i saw a tiktok i don't know who it was by i wish you knew who it was but it was just random tiktok going through and all of nct's songs and debuts apparently nct since the last blackpink comeback nct all together, all their albums and songs, over a hundred, I think, around a hundred songs, and Black Pink, since Blackpink. And you told me that, and I was like, I saw Blackpink literally only has thirty songs. So within like two years, I think. And literally NCT. for a six-year group, and they're gonna be six went, years old this year. Thirty songs. I went in the comments, and they're just like, "Oh my god, do ATs now." <laughs> Yeah, because 80s comes back, like, every few months. Their name is always in the news. So I think it's just going to become a thing where people are just like, comebacks that have happened since the last time Blackpink like, has come back. I understand not even the group coming, but they didn't even give us, like, the Jisoo solo Jisoo debut solo yet. yet. They did nothing in 2021, like, music-wise. It would have music been fine if Jisoo came back because, you know, all of them have already done it, so... Like, Jisoo like we got soon. Rose and Lisa in 2021, but like group wise, we got nothing in 2021. So I would have expected by now, since we're basically yeah. done with the first quarter of 2022, there would have been Some something. Yeah. So, but anyways, I'm excited to see what Icon comes back with. Bobby's a dad, so <laughs> Papa Bobby. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, what they come back with. I really hope they go back. I say this often, but I really like their hip-hop route. I like their, you know, love scenario vibes, too. Love, love scenario. That, that's good, too. But I really want to see them go back to, like, the Rhythm Ta days because I lived for we that. We go get it poppin'. We, we, we go, go get it poppin'. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Icon is coming back, so that's exciting. YG better let Blackpink out soon, too. Literally, out of the dungeon. <laughs> But another one, I'm only mentioning this because of you. It's coming up later. Bugaboo. Bugaboo is coming back. <sighs> we'll get into Bugaboo Their later. first comeback. But they're getting into their first comeback. And we'll tell you, once we talk about it, we'll tell you the little history we have with the Bugaboo. We'll see but anyways, what we'll they bring to we'll the table. We'll see what they bring to the table because they're... The first comeback is always like a, first, a telling sign. Their debut was interesting yeah to say the least we'll see if they flip it 180 yeah but i don't have much to say about bugaboo because you know we're they... gonna say it later <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to give too much right now but last but not least i'm also bringing this up because of you we have the seraphim the seraphim's debut <laughs> it's coming may 2nd y'all be better be ready to stream it's coming i really wonder what their sound is gonna be because I'm we, so excited. you showed me all of their teasers and stuff like that and they're giving very unhinged vibes with some of these like comeback concepts and videos i've honestly never seen i guess concepts like these or how they constructed these videos together because it's like fearless so then they're like racing but yeah. then you also have them like the ballet and the wha the crate the powerful <laughs> whacking but then also you have them just like fall free falling <laughs> falling into don't cars forget falling into cars and <laughs> but then I the other set of else. teaser images is little mermaid yeah so 
So they're a little bit all over the place. But all I have to say they is, look so good, is budget. The budget is there. They have the budget. They look so good. All of them are so pretty, too. They are. They're gorgeous. They are. I just love the way... I forgot which member it was. I just love the way they say, Miss Seraphim. Oh my god, it's my girl, Yunjin. After four years, so she's finally elegant. out of the dungeon. She's debuting after Produce 48. It's time. And Chaewon and Sakura are finally making their idol comebacks. Yes. It's time. But I honestly think... That's all the main comebacks that uh, that we're kind of interested oh, in. You hear the siren? That's I feel a sign. Like every time we record here, there's sirens going. Well, on. that siren is a sign. La Seraphim is coming, and they're gonna burn the house down. They're gonna slay so hard, okay? But yeah, those are the main comebacks that. There's a maze picking up. Yeah. It's it, the past few months has really been good in K-pop. There's been it a has. consistent releases yeah. and a lot of exciting stuff coming I think up. It's also because there have been a lot of shows. So. Too. Like, yeah, trouble. there's a lot of shows, and um, like, I did want to bring this planet. up. It's not relevant enough to make my like trending topic, but I did see that South Korea is lifting their social distancing and a lot of their yeah. COVID guidelines. So, music shows are gonna start letting audience back in, <gasps> which means fan chants are also gonna be coming back. I'm very excited to see that. It's gonna be exciting for the new groups who've never debuted pl- within the last two years because they've never had like. Well, it's funny you bring audience. that up because that is my trending topic here for what's been trending. I want to talk about a lot of the K-pop representation at Coachella this year. So a lot of people yeah, in K-pop have performed at Coachella, which is a huge music festival that happens here in the states, and we had. 21 reunion which broke the internet cl performed as part of the 88 rising yes 88 rising their um their set she performed she came out with hello bitches yes that was also posted on our instagram in case you guys didn't see i freaking love that song it goes hard it goes so hard and oh my god i can't it goes hard but when 21 came out, everyone went wild. And I it blew up. I had yes. people texting me literally the moment it happened, like, 21, oh my god. And then I saw the picture of them, and I was like, now why Dara only have one damn shoe on? What happened? Dara? And then I saw that she kicked it off. I didn't even off. see that. Oh my god, yeah, she kicked her shoe. And she kicked so hard, the shoe and the sock went flying. So, and she came out with her iconic palm tree hair. It was lifted to the gods. Bombs was going the other way. Her 30-inch weave was going down. Her iconic 30-inch weave. So Dara's hair was going up. Bomb was going down. And then Minzy killed it, as always. And she slayed that choreography. And CL... Minzy was doing gymnastics. Gymnastics on that stage. (laughs) You, You know... And CL was obviously the stage Dang, presence. The bad bitch Come on. that she is. And, you know, the Coachella representation, Jackson was there. He Jackson also performed as 88 Rising so set. He looked great. He served looks. And most recently, Espa also performed this weekend I honestly, at Coachella. I, I saw a lot of stuff about uh, Minzy, not Minzy, CL21, Jackson. And then, and then they announced Espa. And then 
Today and I then, found you, out that Espa was at Coachella. And they look great. Karina has purple random, hair. Yes. I saw a random TikTok and I was like, Espa was Espa at Coachella. And Espa gets a lot of flack for lip syncing and allowing vocals, but I saw clips and they was they live. They said their mic is on. They was live. Okay, the mics was on. And they served, they perform a brand new song on an upcoming album, so... I guess that Espa comeback is around the corner. But that's what I think has been really amazing to see is the growth of just K-pop to Mm -hmm. perform at Coachella. Such a big music festival. Yeah, Blackpink. I think CL might have done it. She tried to break into the U.S. market, but I really feel like this was the pinnacle of that moment, you know? Yeah. And then I know 88 Rising also had Millie, which was... I talked about it in another episode. It was one of my honorable mentions for Top 21. Yes. Of yes, yes. They did, um, oh man, I forgot what that song's called. But it was featuring Millie, Ch- uh, um, Millie Chongbin and F Heroes. And Millie actually performed as one of 88 Risings. And they really like, created okay, girl, that, uh, such an opportunity for so many Asian artists. Yeah. We love to see it. Love to see it. So that's what we think has been trending lately. Oh, it's called know... Mirror. Mirror, Mirror. That's what it was called. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's what we think has been trending lately. There's always so much going on in the K-pop world, as all of you guys know. If anything that's been on your radar is really exciting to you, let us know on Instagram. We always hear and ready to talk with you guys. But it's time to move on to today's main topic Let's talk guilty pleasures. So today on Let's Talk, where we discuss a topic at length, we're talking our guilty pleasures. So these are those songs that you know you love and you can't help but listen. Can't help but listen to, even if it's in secret. (laughs) Okay. So I know we all have them. We're gonna go tick for tack here. Yeah. We'll go one by one, starting off. And we're going to reveal five of our K-pop guilty pleasures to you guys. I already know some of mine are going to get eye rolls from you. Yeah. And I think it's important to say guilty pleasures. Listen, everyone's music tastes are different. So what I like, you're not going to like what you like. Someone else might like. And this is no hate to any of the artists. So don't come for us because I will come for you just as hard. Okay? Love these disclaimers. But I feel... I'm like very passionate today i just you are (laughs) i feel we have reasons why these are our guilty pleasures Mm -hmm. and i feel like we'll go through each one of them but who wants to go first (sighs) well i guess i'll go first again because i I started us off before and then you did your what's trending first so my first guilty pleasure which you alluded to earlier is bugaboo by bugaboo oh goodness Okay. So, Bugaboo is a brand new girl group who just debuted. They're not even a year old. And they're really popular, or they're well-known because producer Ryan June is the one who created them. And he has some controversy himself. He was kind of misogynistic towards female idols. Mm. Pinky's up. Pinky's up. But he makes good songs. And Bugaboo... Bugaboo is no exception. Now, if you want to spill into how we even found this group, I could let you tell that story because... So, 
don't come for me. But, but I'm gonna preface by saying Bugaboo would be a group that I would leave immediately. <laughs> I so I forgot what we were watching. I think it was a YouTube compilation video. Yes, of, I think it was like um, girl groups just do it better or something like that. And it was just a compilation of girl group yeah, songs. Yeah, it was just a compilation of girl group songs. And you know we're chilling, and then all of a sudden. I see, because I know Justin's not paying attention. I think he was either on his phone or trying to tell me something. Oh, and then... okay, call me out. <laughs> no, because I remember pointing it out on the screen. I was just like, wait, 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 we need to go back. What the hell Yeah, wait, that? because didn't it just cut it off and you heard bugaboo, bugaboo, bugaboo? <laughs> <laughs> this group is called Bugaboo, and the song is called Bugaboo. And the concept is wild. And the concept is basically Ghostbusters. But it was so funny. And they to have me. Western cowboy noises and. They had like a whip cracking. Oh, that whip! When that whip hits, I'm sorry. It was a mess. Like I, we had to watch the entire video because I was like, we need to dissect we this. We need to dissect this. And then it just—it was first of all. It gets more and more chaotic as the video goes on. We go from them in a triangle pyramid formation to the girl dressed up as it to her on a horse. And it it just gets wilder and wilder and wilder. But then because of that, we wanted to watch the choreography video because the choreo popped off. But then we watched the Halloween video. As you were talking about the music video, I just remembered... It's like they're on a horse, the girl dressed as it with the balloon. One of the girls, like, her face, there's a close-up. She kind of looks like an alien <laughs> because of the way they did her makeup. Now, I know and some of the no members. to her. She looks beautiful. But the way they did her makeup and her eyes were just really big. That angle? It, it just The angle was weird. And then, um, randomly towards the end of the song, they have, like, a triangle formation. And the way like, they get into like, it? Out of nowhere. Like their cheerleader doing a pyramid. <laughs> and and like, the choreo, what? you gave props to the choreo after no, watching the choreo it. Goes hard. But we watched the Halloween version and it was even more chaotic. Like she was really <laughs> dressed up as it the clown doing the choreo with a balloon tied to yes. her wrist. The other one had Maleficent horns and she's doing the bugaboo move, flapping her hands in between the horns. <laughs> It was as they're chanting, bugaboo, 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 and then they go, bug, to the A, to the boo. And you were eye-rolling the whole time, but I was like, I'm low-key living for this. It was, first of all, my opinion is they're called, I'm going to break it down. They're called bugaboo, first of all. And why the hell would a group be named bugaboo? So I had to look it up. And it was a really cute explanation, and I think it's a different word in Korean, but in English, I think it's kind of translated to bugaboo. I wish they kept the Korean name, because imagine when they're 30, they're going to be like, 안녕하세요, bugaboo입니다. Girl, what? (coughs) And that's why I said I would leave the group immediately if the CEO told me, yeah, you're going to debut in a group called Bugaboo. I'll be like, no. And I was living and because... not only did they debut as Bugaboo, <laughs> their song is named Bugaboo. 
And I remember joking and being like, the fandom's going to be Bugaboo too. It's not. I forget what it is. No, it's not. Because I don't follow them like that. But I remember knowing some of the members because you guys know I'm a produce whore over here. So I knew Choyan from Produce 48 when she had that very, very, very meme. And Bae Jung dragged her facial expressions during that. And it was just really chaotic. And then, of course, so on brand for them to debut in a chaotic group. But this song is a guilty pleasure for me because that bugaboo bugaboo is catchy. And also the song just kind of goes hard for me. The chorus is so good. And then when she breaks her back during that oh, rap yeah. and it's, hey, baby, come inside this sweet cherry on top. And then she goes, put your bullet through my butt. I'm, Girl, what? You want me to kill you? What? But... The concept is really funny. It's supernatural, embracing the fear and the unknown. Like you yes. said, the Ghostbusters vibe. But I just think the song goes hard. And as much as like I wanted to hate it, I was like, I can't. Living for it. So their group is called, or not their group, but their fandom name is called Rainbow. Still has boo in it. Still has boo in it. But also, I remember from the music video, since it was all over the place, all of a sudden, randomly towards the end of the video... A huge ghost comes out of yes, nowhere. In the drive-in movie theater. <laughs> in the drive-in movie theater. It's a trip. <laughs> so chaotic. It's a trip. So chaotic. But it goes hard. And that's why Bugaboo is my first guilty pleasure. Yes. Now y'all so know. That's our little history with Bugaboo. I remember texting you a screenshot and being like, He texted me the I'm next listening day. To- <laughs> and okay. Was- Drag me. <laughs> I was like, you are kidding me. <laughs> But I was being serious. It was 100% serious, which is why we're here now. We're here now. Yep. But now it's time to spill your first guilty pleasure, and I'm going to drag you right back. So, my first guilty pleasure is Enmix. <laughs> Enmix. So, I feel like we've talked about this previously. Because we both listened to this debut yeah. and dragged the hell out of it. But once I started listening to it more, I loved it. I listen to it every day. I listen to it at least once I every remember. Day. It's so catchy. You were like, oh my god, it grew on me. And then we were driving back from the Twice concert. And you put it on and you're just like, oh my god, this song goes so hard. And I was literally giving you the death stare from the passenger seat. Like, you have to be joking me right now. Because, listen, it was a controversial topic when we, it came out. Yeah, I, Everyone was trashing that debut. Overall. It is a messy song. I will not deny it's that. It's fifty and one. But I love it. It's I can't. I don't know. There's something about Listen, it that I'm I really like. I'm just stating facts. But the truth is, I'd be listening to it too <laughs> lately. <laughs> but to the um. But yeah, I, that's the reason why it's a guilty pleasure because you know it, I feel like it's a hit or a miss for a lot of people. And we really, you, it's you a can't hit lie. We it was it's a hit now, but when it first came out, we were both like, "What no, is this?" I was dragging it because it's all over the place mu- musically, bala, bala. like concept wise, it was all over the place. I'm finally, bala, 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 like it's chaotic. Like yeah. Bugaboo's concept is chaotic. Imagine Bugaboo concept with this song over it. That would no. be like an acid no. trip. Okay? It'd be more of an acid trip than Zinzala Beam. Oh, are you ready for this? <laughs> Zinzala Beam! Oh my god. But we're not gonna talk about this song. We listened to Oh Oh the other day, and yeah. I remember you were like, wait, I need to look at the lyrics because what are they even singing about? <laughs> and y'all. I did not I, know Lily was singing eye drops. 
I had no idea. Literally, one of the lyrics has um, eye drops in it, and it's so goddamn. Because at first, I was like, how do you even pronounce the name of the song? Because all I say is, oh my god, the Edmix song. And obviously, we automatically know because it's not Tank. Or else I would say it's Tank. Freaky fishy fishy, I'm so freaky fishy. Yeah. But some of, like in the beginning, shoog shoog. Yeah, I know, I know. And then that, gotta do that product placement, zero coke. And we we just learned, well, I just learned definitely that the song is about keep your eyes open. Yes, and that's what, when I actually looked at the lyrics, I was like, damn, this makes sense. But yeah, it makes sense after. No, it overall the song makes sense now, but when you're listening to it without the lyrics, it does sound a little. It's a trip. Yeah, it sounds a little messy, but. And actually, I listened to this song while I was on the treadmill at the gym, and it like motivates you to it go does. hard. It does. It's a good song to get you like hyped. Especially the second half, you know, when it does that breakdown, follow follow me, that part. When the second breakdown comes. It's game over. It's game over. It goes so hard. Especially when they're like, Ote. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, as much as I trashed it, it's probably a guilty pleasure for me, too. Oh my god, and the A. Zip, zap, zoom, come on, come on. <laughs> you are my superhero. Come on, man. Like, baby, you're snoozing, tap, tap, woken, knock, knock, girl. Okay. I was okay, with the, what is it? The automatopias? Yeah. <laughs> I was snoozing on the debut for a while. That's like what it is. But you you guys, it's come on, just one drop now. Eye drops. <laughs> okay, Visine. <laughs> but yeah, it was quite the moment when yeah. Nmix debuted. Quite but I like it. That's why it's a guilty pleasure, man. Ain't nothing wrong with it. We're exposing ourselves today. But if we're moving on to number two. My Guilty Pleasure is a song that had us heated for the longest time, and that is Dessert. You know what I deserve? Dessert by Hyoyan. Now, first of all, this song is messy, and I'm (laughs) a very big Girls' Generation fan, but Hyoyan's music, her solo music has just never hit for me. And this was straight off her appearance on Good Girl, and if y'all watch that show... I was just not the biggest Hyoyeon fan of her on that show. I was glad she got to show yeah. her talent, but girl came on like cocky as hell. Yeah, she she was. was like, I'm the shit, I'm famous, and I'm better than all of you. And she has a right to think she, that yeah. way, but but the new generation girls and new generation are just getting better and better it just like made her look bad when it was just like oh vote if you want to work with this person and it was like eight yeses and one no who's the one no yo-yo yeah we'll get into good girl later because i'm sure we'll do an episode i definitely want to talk about it but But this was straight off a good girl and first of all she milked the hell out of that appearance because this song blew up she had everyone in the sm building Doing this TikTok challenge. If you walked by the hallway and you saw Hyoyeon, she was dragging you in to do this challenge. challenge. I'm pretty sure she got, like, all of EXO, all of NCT, Red Velvet, other girls' generation. She was like, hey, girl, you want to have lunch? But really, it was just like, hey, girl, you're going to do the (laughs) dessert challenge. But I first hated the song because 
to me it was just messy as hell mm-hmm. first of all Soyeon and Loopy was random for me to be collabing. Soyeon's random, like, mango And as soon as I butter. heard her come through, chocolate candy fruit, <laughs> honey butter waffle, and marshmallow mango juice, I was like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> We're going shopping? Yeah. List your grocery list, girl? And it was just, like, so all over the place. But then it's... And it, the beat drop, it's so garage band. Like, especially once it gets to the final breakdown, it's like, dee, dee, dee. Yeah. but her choreo went hard. The choreo was really nice. I enjoyed it. But the beat drop was just so messy. But literally, I remember after a while, I was just like, you know, you know what, what I, I deserve. deserve. That part goes hard. And it, it went hard. And now it's definitely. Out of all of her solos, I think that one. Yeah, this like, is this, my favorite one. This is. And now it's it's added to my playlist. I think I had no choice but to love it after seeing it on my For You page on TikTok <laughs> nonstop. Everyone and their mother's doing Everyone it. Everyone and their mother's doing it. But you know what? I have to give credit where credit's due. It was a great song. Mm-hmm. She blew up with it. And I still think it's her best song. Me too. I think the same. So good for you, Hyeon. Like, get, get that's your it. bad queen. You deserve dessert. You worked hard for it. <laughs> and that it is what it is. But that's my second guilty pleasure. So now we're moving on to my second guilty pleasure. And it's I'm Pink Lady. I guarantee you more than 70% of the people who are going to listen to this podcast will not even know who that is. If y'all don't know Miso. So, Miso is from a group called Girls Girls, which yeah. are literally the epitome of a new goo girl group. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, no one knows them. Yeah, no. I They could. only have, like, two or three songs. Yeah. But we don't even listen to them. We only listen to Miso. Miso. Because, I don't know who it was, but one of us found one of her songs, KKPP, which also is a guilty pleasure, because I feel that song is somewhat... I don't think it's a guilty pleasure for me, because I liked it right away. But I was the one who found it. Y- yes, okay. Because it was right after Unpretty Rap Star. Oh. Oh, okay, and it yeah. came up as a suggested. I yeah, I don't remember who it was. And I remember sending but to you being like, yo, this girl sounds like Hyuna. <gasps> yes, yes. Wait, now I remember. Yeah. But her songs but Pink Lady, go hard, especially Pink Lady. Yes, they do go hard. But the reason why it's a guilty pleasure is just, I guess, the lyrics and the concept. You're right. You're right. You're right, though. Especially when I hear that intro and it's like, ice brows in your area. I'm like, okay, girl, let's go. And then she opens with, I'm pink But anyways, I'm pink But her lyrics are just a little cringy sometimes. What do you call it? Especially with this song, which is why I'm saying it's a guilty pleasure. Because when it comes on, I'm like, yes, bitch, I'm pink lady. Like, you can't tell me <laughs> You don't have no pink on, but you pink lady. Her outfits, though, in this song are so cute. Guys, support her and listen to her music. She can't even afford to go on music shows. She has, like, two music show she appearances. Can't. I remember when she was performing or promoting this song, it was only two minutes. Oh, yeah, they cut her, only, too. Yeah, they cut her off. But let's see. Let's go over some. Her lyrics. I want a beast under a spell, beauty and beast. The more you shake it, the foams will flow down. Go hard, beauty shake, pop and bottle champagne. 
First of all, I thought for the longest time she was saying booty shake because in the music video, she was twerking in quotation marks. Um, so I thought it was booty shake, popping bottle, champagne. So I was just like, okay, girl, booty shake. But it's beauty shake. So um, that was interesting to find out. <laughs> she has such a great rap tone too. And she can sing. She, she has yes. bangers. Okay. First of all, KKPP, Pink Lady, Pink Lady on, and on and On, all bops, yes. all bops. You guys need to listen to all three of those songs. If you like more singing, On and On is your thing. Yes. If you like rap primarily, then listen to rap KKPP. Slash, rap slash noise music. But if you like a mix of both, Pink Lady is your yes. jam. She gives you all three, okay? But yeah, that was my second Pink Lady. No shade to her. I freaking love the song. I'll still but, support her because oh, she only has I'm 20 sad. of them. I'm, <laughs> I'm literally sad that she doesn't, you know, come back more Come back more often. I she think probably, she would. If she probably she, doesn't have enough support. I was going to say, she back. had budget. So. Meanwhile, I'm shocked. She, like, what? KKPP has like millions of views. Yeah. But it didn't go anywhere, unfortunately. Support me so. But I love Pink Lady. Every time, like I said, every time it's on, I become Pink Lady. <laughs> I would live to see her on, like, Good her, Girl, yeah. Unpretty. She needs a platform. She needs a platform to expose herself more. And that's it. But speaking of Pink Lady, which came out in the summer, my third guilty pleasure is a summer song from 2019 by current Queendom Girls, Cosmic Girls. And it is Boogie Up. Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell no. Boogie up? I remember now. Oh, my God. Originally, I was going to put I Wish by Cosmic Girls as this guilty pleasure. But I remembered Boogie Up. And I was like, hold on. I got to put this one. Because I remember I listened to it and instantly liked it. But I hated the boogie, boogie. And I was... Remember, we had seen it i think and you were just like oh no hell not nah. yeah. and then i remember being afraid to tell you that i liked it and then i did and you were like i'm the game <laughs> but i love this song you know i'm a hoe for summer bops and this it's is no exception not, it's not surprising because i feel it's your type of concept and and Bye. also, I love the lyrics because it's like, should I dance? It's been a while. Should I let my hair loose? It would look cool. And it's like, yes, yes. Because I relate to that. It's like when you're like, oh, should I dance? I don't know. But then you do and you kill it. Yeah. That's this. And this is the perfect song to like drive down the highway and like hands up. You're going to the beach with your friends. And they killed it. And this is, I, guess, I honestly, yeah. one of my critiques with. Cosmic Girl's music is I honestly think Exy either raps off beat or her raps just don't fit the songs half the time. But this is one of her best raps in this song. So I give her credit for that one. And Boogie Up to me, it kind of just goes hard. But only Cosmic Girls can sing it because a group um, tried out with this song on Girls Planet 999 and it was horrible. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Oh it was God. just so bad. So let's leave the singing to the singers. Okay. And that's all I'm going to say. You can boogie up, but leave the singing to the singers. So that is my... I kind of forgot how the song goes, but I remember that I hate the boogie. And it has a weird, like, filter or 
something over it, I did not enjoy it. Because <laughs> it's also on the cuter side. It is. It literally is kind of just a generic summer comeback, but it's yeah. fine because I love all of them. I feel the outfits were cute, though, if I they remember were. correctly. And the hair colors were, were popping. they were in the pool, right? It was like beach theme, yes, pool yes, theme. Yes. Yeah. So that is my third guilty pleasure. Shake it up. Boogie up. So what is yours? My third is hashtag cookie jar. Uh, oh, Put your cookie. hand in the cookie oh, jar. Oh, now I see why you had to make sugar cookies before. Because you knew you would because be talking about... we have to talk about cookie jar. And you wanted to reach your hand in the cookie jar. You gotta reach my... Yeah. Um... Now, technically, this is a Jap- Japanese so, yeah, comeback, this is a but... Japanese comeback by them. And I stand by this till day since day one. The only Japanese songs and comebacks I like are Taemin's. I don't know what it is about the rest of the groups, but I only like... I only tend to like Taemin's Japanese comebacks. They're all so freaking good. But when I first heard this song... I didn't know how to feel about it, and honestly, I think I didn't like it. I remember being obsessed with it right away. Yeah, I def- it's definitely on the cuter side. Are you guys noticing a pattern here? Yeah, <laughs> but I remember the couple of days after, all of a sudden, I'm singing hashtag cookie jar, and then... Uh-oh, put your hand in the cookie jar. I gave it a second chance, and I listened to the song, and it's good. It's good. Yeah. It really goes against like everything you're usually about. Yeah. The lyrics are good. The video was cute. Uh, the concept is cute. And I remember I was hooked when it came out, but I hadn't listened to it for a while. So then when all of a sudden I was looking through the little list we had going and I saw Cookie Jar on there, I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, I forgot about that song. <laughs> it like unlocks a memory because you don't listen to it that often. And there were a lot of but good... But when it comes on... You don't skip it. Red Velvet was like killing it that year. Yes, because they were. their comebacks were just good, I and think then it Cookie was Jar, era, and then right? Japan comebacks in that year were killing it in general. Yeah. Yes, Bad Boy. Okay, yeah. But Seventeen came out with Call 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 that year, and Moshi Moshi did it. That's no, so between that and Cookie it. Jar. Yeah. No. Japanese comebacks were hitting for me. Yeah. That time, but. but I can see why you have yeah. it on your list. That's the reason why. Because it's on the cuter side and I didn't think I would like it. But I, every time it comes on, I never skip. It slaps. Or I at least have to hear hashtag cookie jar. And then skip. Yeah, and then skip. <laughs> no, that's, that's reasonable though. Yeah. But my fourth guilty pleasure. We have another summary-esque song here. And this is LeBaum's Hui Hui. So this song has a very interesting history because this song got LeBaum their first ever and only win. Only? In their entire career. Damn. And you know, LeBaum's been around for like seven plus years now. They're another like underrated girl group. A lot of people wanted them to have their Brave Girls moment. Um, but their one song, Journey to Atlantis, blew up. Just not to the extent of like Roland. And it's really good. But Hui Hui... I remember the only reason I listened to this song is because it came out in 2017 and at the time one of the members was hosting Music Bank and they ended up getting nominated for first place on Music Bank, but their opponent was IU. And it was when she came out with Palette. 
Oh, Game Over. And you game know, over. that whole album. Yeah. So good. Game Over. So, so good. And she was sweeping, like, every music show at that time. So everyone was expecting her to obviously steal this win, too. And LeBaume won. <gasps> so they somehow pulled it off and won. And there were countless accusations of Paola and Sejegi, yeah. which is, like, paying the charts so your music can be higher. And they were, like, super emotional. But I remember... I. They were getting dragged on Twitter because everyone was yeah. like, there's no way they beat IU this, that. But because of it, I obviously watched the video and then I listened to the song and I'm like, wait, this song is kind of good. Like, as soon as I hear the... the yeah, I'm that like, oh, part okay. is actually kind of catchy. And at the chorus, the, I miss this kiss. It's, it's so catchy. It's actually kind of cute. I think it's like their best song. Not like... I'm not saying it's a cute concept, but I'm saying like it's... Oh, so it's like, it's like one of the most hated songs in K-pop, really? I feel like, just because oh, of the because controversy of the regarding incident, it. The scandal. But I love it. And listen, it's not like IU needed that win. Palette still like did yeah. it crazy good and whatever. It got LeBound the first I think first that's the only, only thing win. that sucks about music shows is if a popular group is on there, they, auto- they, like, sweep. they sweep. They automatically they sweep. Like BTS... Like, I love when there's good competition. Like, right now, it's Big Bang and I've head for head on every show. So, it's it's nice to see, but it definitely went down as one of the most controversial songs that year. And I just can't help, the hopeless romantic in me just can't help but love the song. Because the lyrics are like, my heart starts to pound when my eyes meet yours. I send you a sign, but you don't know. Will you notice? And I'm like, oh relatable <laughs> relatable like wanting to get your crush's attention hinting at your feelings and then it's what i love too is right before the chorus when they go let's get a little wicked i'm like oh okay we're getting wicked okay getting wicked up in here, okay? so there's a lot of catchy elements in the song that i just really love and like i said before fresh summery type bops i eat them up i eat them up you they're like guaranteed to be on my playlist yeah, almost for sure. so la hui hui is no surprise exception there i think that song should blow up just as much as journey to atlantis did and that's that that's on period and now i pass the mic back to you <laughs> let us know fourth guilty pleasure so my fourth guilty pleasure is wow by three raja wow oh, my oh God, I, can't. I, I listened oh. to this song for the first time the other night when we were hanging out, and I just rolled my eyes at the lyrics. Not at the song, it yeah. was just the lyrics. So, Three Racha, I feel as though, you know, this was their mixtape day eras. They were youngins, so a lot of their mixtape stuff is good, but you get your cringy songs and lyrics here and there. I feel some of Bang Chan's raps in English were a little... uh were a bit on the cringy side but you know <laughs> it was just not it it's just not it but this one a lot of people drag it too because it has like these strong horns and everyone's just like what i remember this? you turned it on and i was like what song is this yeah i like it i I love some of Three Raja's uh, songs from their mixtapes and stuff like that. This is one of them. Um, but let's let's go through the lyrics because this is the reason why I put it. I turned my head away. <laughs> I put it as my guilty pleasure. So 
Let's just start off with the first intro. The intro How is, he starts the song. How, how the song starts. So it starts off with a conversation. So Han is like, Hyung Hyung, look over there. She's so pretty. Wow, I really want to date that woman. Boy, you, you like 15 at this point or something. Like 17? What woman are you getting? <laughs> and then someone goes, where? And then it's just like, oh, they're there in the gray dress, you know, whatever. And then... It's very forward. To top it off, Han goes, excuse me, Nuna, but do you have a boyfriend? Okay, awesome. I'm still an 18-year-old high schooler. Okay, so he's 18 at this point. What woman At are least he's admitting he's a high schooler, too. Lord, this just reminds me of, like, when the, the student has a crush oh on a teacher. God. And then we get... Oh, oh my, oh my God. God. That, yeah, no. So then we go to the chorus, and it's, wow... She's, She's hot. hot. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I'm sorry. The oh hetero energy God. radiating off this song. Your perfect curves are the best of the best. Oh. You're 18. I'm literally like cringing. What do you what know? What curves are you looking at? <laughs> oh, God. So we go on to Changbin's or... I would, uh, Han, so Han's three racha name is J1, and then Changbin's is Spear B, but one that gets me every time is, you could be Fiona today, I'll be Shrek, ugly and immature swag. Oh my god. That was the swag day era. I hate saying that word. I know you do. But, what the hell is this? Wait, <coughs> <laughs> this lyric... I okay, so all of these lyrical translations I'm getting from Genus. Genus. Oh my god, genius! <laughs> wow, it's late at night, so I'm not thinking right now. Anyways, they're from Genius, but it says booby trap kid to stimulate your motherly love. Oh god. <laughs> I'm sorry if my gagging noises made you guys gag. There should be a little warning. They there. should be making you gag. But, um, these lyrics? I'll adopt my past loser game traits. Oh my god, this literally is the loser kid having a crush on like the che- the captain of the cheerleading team, but they're like also objectifying her. Yeah. Oh. This was not. Um, this was not it. This was not it, which is why it's a guilty pleasure. But to top it all off, wait. Oh god, we get into Chris or CB97. These names. I'm assuming this one is CB97 because uh, maybe Bong Chan, 97. Was he born in 97? Yeah, I think he was. But anyways, this is the bridge. And this one line also gets me. (laughs) I'll save you from gangsters better than those little chicks. You can call me zookeeper. What gangsters are you fighting at 18? Let me know. What fights are you getting into? In Boy, the JYP if basement. you don't put your head back in the books, <laughs> like, oh, this whole song just makes me cringe. Uh, this is not it. So it says, "Cause I'm a nice guy who has a lot of money." Where you're a trainee, sir. <laughs> you're broke. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it off with what do you call it, Bong Chan's, Bong Chan's last rap verse. Let me take you to a restaurant. Okay. Cool. With what money? High class restaurant. Again, with what money? Hallelujah. Man in the terrace. I'll show you 
a full course tonight. I like it hot. Tell me if you like it hot. No, nope. sir. I want it ice cold, so I can ice you out. Let me open that door for you, as you should. Be gentlemen. Be a gentleman. A lady needs to enter first to have a good look. Having the correct basic posture, but um, the last, which gets me every time. Iron Man in the streets, but I'm better than Tony. Sir. He thought he did the damn thing with that line. <laughs> and they look back at it too, and they've done like a V Live where they play it and they cringe. They should so be. So hard. They should be. They. I, I will think, never get caught dead listening to this song. I'm sorry. I think they wish they never made it, but it's there. It's out in the world. I think this is definitely one of their worst out of all of, lyrically-wise. And you still of, listen to it. Out of all of their uh, mixtape songs. But I still like it, man. I don't know. It is what it is. It's a guilty well, pleasure. It is what it is. But also... It helps that I don't understand Korean, so... I'm gonna drag it every time you listen to it, and that's that. Just like you drag me for always listening to this song. Oh my god, yeah. And uh, Which is my final guilty pleasure. And, like I talked about with LeBaum, we can't talk about... Have an episode of Too Real without talking about my girls. Brave right girls. So my final guilty pleasure is High Heels by well, I Brave Girls. I like this song too, so... But you went so hard on it because when it first came out, because they followed. Okay, they followed this. Deepened with this. Yeah. And we both love Deepened. Come on now. They killed that song, but then they followed it up with High Heels, and it was such a 180. But after getting through, you know, the smoke clearing it a little bit, it's a good song. And it goes off. I live for it. I see high, high, high heels. The choreo is iconic. That hair flip, and also just the lyrics are. It's such a confidence anthem, and I'm here for it. The outfits were really cute. I'm a sassy girl. I'm a sassy. I'm a tough girl. It's a confidence anthem. We love it. We love to see it. I wonder if this is gonna be the song they do for round three on Queendom. But we're going to find out. Please, no. Please. <laughs> but I love it, but no. Brave Girls just has a superior discography. And that's that. Like, they don't have one bad song. Except Easily, featuring Skull. But that's a story for another that's, time. Uh, yeah. So, let's end it off with your final guilty pleasure. So, my last guilty pleasure is Savage by Espa. Now, Espa... Dreams Come True is oh, their so good. Best. You guys know it was on my top 21. Yeah, it's their best song, but I feel a lot of Espa songs, or title tracks at least, have been kind of messy recently. Savage and Next Level, both of those. So basically Black all their Mamba, songs were Black Mamba? Yeah, Black Mamba was, like, was okay, but especially Savage and Next Level... More savage than next level, I would say. Next level goes hard. Next level does go hard, but that's the reason why it's my guilty pleasure. Because even though they sound messy, not as messy as N Mix's song, but <laughs> every time it comes on, I listen to it. And you you'll catch me throughout the day. I'm a killer. Oh my I'm god. Don't, don't you know, know I'm a savage? savage? 
Um, they have Kila. too many catchy parts in there. Can there are. There Can are, though. There? Because, like, that part, and then at the end, what? What? You can't help but sing along. Yeah. But the thing is, even though the song is so messy, especially lyric wise, too, because they're throwing the in everything are there. Also Sink, messy dive, too. and all this, and then all of a sudden, my novice, we love you. The lyrics are messy, but they pop off. They do. The rap goes hard. The vocals go hard. Ning Ning and Winter were killing it, belting every note known to man. Yeah, It goes hard. It's just when it meshes together, it's so messy because you have the rapping and then you have Ning Ning in the back doing every vocal range. We were talking about how they were like... Gimme, gimme now. But in the background, Ning Ning's like, gimme, gimme now, gimme, gimme. As they're still chanting, gimme, gimme now. (laughs) The layering is a little messy to me. It is. It goes hard, but... But it's one of those songs that I just just, playfully drag. Yeah. Like this, the part I always bring up. I think that's the beauty of the song. And that's a good way of putting it. I playfully drag it because they tell me I'm a savage. Yeah. But the part I always talk about is when Ning Ning goes, I know your sacrifices. And I'm like, girl, what sacrifices? (laughs) What sacrifices? Girl, what sacrifices? Let me know. And then winter, yeah. I'm like, okay, every note, note to man, give us everything. But they killed it. They do, yeah. It's a hard song. They better come back. And that's the thing. Every, with a better, when less everyone's messy like, song. "Oh my God, Espa always lip syncs and this that give us nothing," I'm like, "Savage is a hard ass song it to have is. to do live." So when they had them mics on at Coachella, props to them yeah. because it is a hard song. But that's ten total of our guilty pleasures. Hopefully, we didn't offend too many of you with these, but. Let us know on Insta, plug, plug, if any of these songs are guilty pleasures for you, too. And now wrapping up today with our final segment. We're not doing a TTFN. We got to talk about round two of Queendom. That's right. It's time for Queendom Court. Court Court is in session. So we are not going to go on a deep dive But I think it's important, since round two of Queendom has wrapped, that we rank our performances. So for those of you who haven't watched Queendom, round two is the cover songs round. So the artists on the show have to cover songs from another group. So Luna covered Shake It by Sistar, which represents Hyorin. Cosmic Girls covered Navilera, which represents Vivis from their G-Friend days. Brave Girls performed Mask by Kepler. Kepler performed a mashup of Pool Party with Roland by Brave Girls. Vivi's performed Unnatural by Cosmic Girls. And Hyorin performed So What by Luna. Now, at the end of the day, Hyorin won with a perfect score again. As she should. As, as she should. she should. And Brave Girls placed last. As they should not. As they have- should not. And I saved this article because I was bringing it up, but they're kind of going viral right now because a lot of viewers are voicing their support for Brave Girls on Queendom. A lot of people said they did not deserve second. I mean, second, second. sixth. Uh, yeah. And a lot a lot of people are commenting about it. Here are just some of the comments that netizens are saying. I feel the method of voting is problematic because it's not accurately, accurately measuring how well they performed on stage. 
I thought Brave Girls would come in third, given their small fandom size and how well they performed, but they came in last. Can someone please explain? LOL. I also thought Brave Girls were the most memorable next to Hyorin. So, as you can see, justice for Brave Girls. But, I'm like, that kind of preludes to where I would rank them. But, we'll rank ours going forward. So, first place, I think we both agree. Hyorin. 100%. Sure. So what? She killed. I mean, she came off that Lyra ring. She came down that Lyra ring. From the sky, in heels. Saying, I'm so bad. Girl, you are bad. You a baddie. And, and you know she it. killed the vocals again. Are we really surprised? Oh, the vocals went off. They went off. And she was running that stage that like it was the marathon. She was running laps on that stage. She was doing And belting laps all those notes. While belting. Damn, she no. killed it. And the Catwoman concept, like you said, I mean, come on now. We knew, we watched and we're like, that's the first place. The only thing I wished she did was more of the Lyra stuff. Yes. Because she kind of just came down on the... It was just the, like an intro thing. And she just kind of changed positions. And I was like, girl, I can do that. Like if she did and a backflip off can, the Lyra ring. Because I've done Lyra classes. Okay. But... <laughs> you did. You have. I was like, girl, come on, give us something Give more. us more. Right. So we both agree she deserves first. Now second, who would you rank as second? So second, I would think Brave Girls for sure. Reasoning? As they said before, it was one of the most memorable next to Hyolin because they, I love, so with them, they had everything. I feel Hyolin and Brave Girls gave us everything and that's not a good way to describe things but give me a sec so i love their concept they had the you know the magic the can magic you see me? yes can you see me and with the song like mask and for what they did i think they did like really i think well. it's important to say mask is a b-side yeah mask at the end is of the day a b-side and it's a very mysterious cool chill type of vibe so I love the magic. Each one of them did a, had, trick. Did a trick. I think Unji had the watch. The watch. And then Yuna with the stick yes. came out of nowhere. Yes. Girl. She was serving. And then Minyoung had the cute little jewel or whatever. And then, I'm forgetting. Yujung. Yujung. I forgot what she did. She did something. But then they had that. Yeah. They had the grand element with the money. The money, but then they also had the the backup dancers oh, the purge with masks. the purge mask, and it was like glow in the dark, and they had the dance break and everything. And the vocals, the vocals went off. Yujung made sure to let and everyone know her money, mic was on. Yes, I can't understand why. I was like, girl, okay, we hear you. <laughs> and Minyoung killed it at the end. The only thing, and if you listen to the cover, you'll know what I mean. They sing in unison at the end, and they do it. I wish they held the last note longer, and it was like, and then Minion could have ended it and just gone, take off your mask. Yes. And it would have just been so much more impactful. I agree. I think if the ending was more dramatic, it would have been better. But for the concept they did with mask, I think it fit perfectly, because I feel like if they made it too dramatic, dramatic, it wouldn't have worked as well. Mm. I really like the simplistic vibes. And also, they could have done a darker concept with it. Because I can only see it going one way. It's either darker or the way they did it. 
I don't think they would do a cute I or think poppy version of it, it. The only way it could have been darker or turned up is say they they added like a chase element. Yeah. Like the police looking like for them or something. Like a robbery or something. Right. Now, contrary to that, I don't rate them second. This is opposite from you, but I actually rank Luna's to be second. Oh. Now, Luna, I really like their rendition of Shake It, but I lived for the very Broadway type concept they did. The outfit changes. They focused a lot on dancing and the theatrics. The theatrics were great. I mean, the wardrobe changes throughout the song killed it. And when they were pulling her across the bar at that one that part, I lived for that. And then the, the curtain, when they set up the curtain, I lived for that. There were just a lot of theatrical elements to the performance that I thought were really cute. Yeah. And the audience ate that up, too. They did. So I really liked Luna's performance. So when I saw they came second, I really thought they deserved it. And the other reason I ranked them high up, too, is because I do feel bad because Paint the Town should have easily oh, that's true too. placed up there. That's and true. they got played. Yeah. They got played. So I would rank Luna as second. Okay. And for me, my third place would then be Brave, Brave Girls. Girls. Because like you said, sometimes less is more. And yeah. they just proved that. And I also think they did the best job at rearranging the song to match them. Yes. It was mixed yes. very well. It sounded like their own song. And I'm sorry, as soon as I hear that intro, Brave Girls. I'm like, it's it's going down. So Brave Girls deserves better. If they play sixth in this third round, they're going to be eliminated. So y'all better save them or we're going to fight. we need to save them. Brave Girls worked their whole careers to get to this level of popularity and platform. You need to save them. We need to step it up, baby. We need to step it up. So I would rank Brave Girls third. I agree with you that's what i forgot to say their rearrangement of the song was the best and i liked it but my third would actually be vivi's okay so the only reason why is because their concept gave me everything it did they could have went harder because i was kind of like yeah screaming at the screen when i was watching it Cause girl, you're ruffling your skirts. Ruffle your skirt. <laughs> I can't see. They were lightly just like waving their skirts. Ruffle them. That's what they're there That's the for. Concept. That's the concept. I lived for the vocals. I lived for the concept. And the only thing that let me down was the dancing because they were just they were weak. They were weak with it. And the the backup dancers actually back them up really well yeah and that's the reason they're third for me too because the backup dancers kind of saved them yeah and from the last time their last performance i was not happy about this one was dramatically better which is why they stepped it up they deserve third because they did something totally different and they stuck with the concept throughout the whole yeah, performance. I li- they look so good in the red. They looked very good. So for me, my fourth rank, my fourth place ranking is Vivi's. Uh, I definitely give them props because I know we were kind of hard on them in round one. Yeah. But in round two, they definitely stepped it up. But for me, it was like you said, the dancing. Yeah, the dancing I had to... Sinbi ended up carrying, though. Her one solo dance break, when she dropped it, I was like, yes, girl. Yes. But... Their solo dancing was good because she brought out the, I forgot the other member's name, but she brought out the cane and she was doing a little Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that part So for me, the thing is, they stepped it up, but 
the dancing, like you said, I was like, ruffle the skirts. Their facial expressions were still kind of stiff yeah. and were still kind of giving me nothing. But, and then, even though I was living for the concept and they killed it, they were, like, doing this as the mix is, like, Arabian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I was Some like, of it kind of did. There's a little bit of a disconnect. And for me, Unnatural is one of my favorite songs by Cosmic Girls. And it's a very vocally hard song. So I do give them credit for trying, but the vocals to me were weak at some points. So I would rank Vivi's a little... Low. I would bring them lower if I knew that how hard it was to perform Unnatural, you know? Yeah. So I give them props, but I want to see more from them still. Yeah. And I know they can do better. Yeah, for sure. And then my fourth would be Luna. I, it just wasn't giving. They did deserve second because honestly, Paint the Town deserved a lot and it just sucked that they had COVID. It's just that Paint the Town, their performance of Paint the Town was so good that this one kind of just felt Because it was 180. Yeah, it just kind of felt lackluster. I did like the dancing, theatrics, and costume changing. It's just the song... They didn't do anything with it. They just covered it. It was bas- mm. It was essentially just a cover. Yeah, I can see. I can see that. So it wasn't really anything exciting. Miss Kim lip lip looked so cute in those glasses and the little nerdy. The concept. outfits were cute. The outfits were so cute. The concept was cute. I remember when we watched it too, though. You critiqued. You were like, half of them are serving waiter. Yeah, half <laughs> of them. So the concept was also kind of confusing because at first i thought the popular girls were turning the nerdy girls into like these cute you know you know that type of concept making them look better more popular right i still think that's kind of what they were trying to do but it still kind of got confusing because at the end when everyone had their final costumes some of the girls still had like the suit 80s what i say 60s maybe 60s type of wear and then oh the other half of the girls were just like yeah we're going out 2022 like you know because they had the crop tops and the pink and they were really bright they're just like yes we're going out to the bars or like to the beach or whatever so it was just very some of the outfits were just very confusing and mixed and the concept just felt not as clear it was very like newsies to me yeah so that's also why i think they were fourth because i think paint the town was so impactful for me mm. and come on traditional type of concept oh they is always so had, we iconic. had that discussion last episode so i just think this one didn't hit for me understandable then i would rate fifth kepler i love my girls i would agree but Fifth is Kepler is fifth for me too. This was not it for me. First of all, I think pool party. I get what they were trying to do. Yeah. But it just didn't hit for me. Pool party. It didn't. First of all, I don't think it was the right song for them. Yeah. I will say Hikaru and Dion's raps went Slayed. off. Slayed. So good. Shouting. Shouting on the bar. The whole dance break slayed, but. Hikaru doing that split? I can... Oh, yes. On the bar. I will say they definitely stepped it up and stepped up the budget from yes. round one. But it was just kind of messy to me. Like, as they're singing the it pool party go. chorus and they're rolling, rolling, rolling over it, I was like, oh, no, this is not it. 
I will say, I know it didn't hit for you, but I lived for Bahia going, stop, wait. Let me play Roland right now. I was like, yes, turn it up. But then I heard it. And I'm like, okay, wait, it's kind of messy. Wait, don't don't sing it anymore. <laughs> but I loved the elements of it. It just didn't work for me. Though, I know in what the they end. were trying to do with the Roland thing, but it just it felt a little felt flat. messy. And also their concept was very messy because it was, they were giving princess. It was Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And then I think they were trying to do, they went under the sea. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. But it's like pool party and rolling. So I think they were being a little too complex with the. And then they ended in Disneyland. Yeah. So I think in general... I think they should have went with something simple, like a pool party. They originally wanted to do high heels, so... Oh. <laughs> that I tells mean, you all her thoughts about yeah. that. Listen, for well, me, the dance break saved heel, them. High heels would have actually been pretty interesting to see them do. But overall, I just felt... The bars would have made more sense on high heels. Yeah, I think it... Because the bars were also not fitted with the concept. The way she came out was grand as hell, but, but I was yeah. like, wait. Everything, the dancing. The, and the shouting, backflipping over it. Yes. Yes. That was giving, but that I think we both agree that's why they placed fifth, because everything in that performance just felt messy, and they just put random things Props together. to Diane and Eugene, because Diane fell off the stage at the end, and Eugene was slipping oh, after yeah. she like went into the bubbles. Yes. But, again, it was like kind of me with... Cosmic Girls, I was like, girls, y'all did good, though. Like, yeah. And you saved yourselves. Don't be yeah. so hard on yourselves. So I hope they step it up for the third round. But I was, I would say I liked the performance, but compared to everyone else, it was just a little hard to rank them higher. Yeah. And that means we're unanimous yeah. on the sixth Last two, Cosmic Girls. And I'm not going to get too much into them, but for me what it was is I loved the way they remixed Navilera. The remix was It was them and Brave Girls did an amazing job at transforming the song. But my critiques for them, they opened up with this dark, mysterious chanting. And then all of a sudden, it's just like a bright, summery, happy song. I think I was more frustrated with them. That's why I put them last. Because I was waiting for that idol type of vibe where they did in Queendom first season i love their dark mysterious vibe and they killed that concept and that's what cosmic girls opened with they opened with this ventriloquist doll controlling like fortune teller fortune like teller type vibe and i really wanted them to carry it throughout the whole performance and it like never waiting, came back i was waiting until for, the end like a dance break with like the cult capes and them yes and having it be dark or it since was, it was like a doll like them getting another girl yes. and like transforming her but it just didn't go anywhere it didn't go anywhere it was just it turned into this cute concept and then it went back to being dark at the end yeah, i don't know where kind of it didn't even fully and circle the back. vocals went off they, they killed the vocals, the vocals especially at the yeah. end yanjung's high notes oh yeah amazing but another critique i had with the song is even though i do like it it sounds better in the official audio but in the live xy's rap just came out of nowhere and girl was sounding offbeat as hell i'm sorry like a tremble i was like girl no go back 
You know, I just, I was disappointed and yeah. frustrated. I was disappointed. Sometimes I think they're overambitious. Because mm. yeah. even in round one, but that's why I would place them sixth okay. overall. I agree. And just like that, that is our ranking for episode three. And officially, court is adjourned. So that is our final segment for today. Again, as if I haven't said it enough, follow us on Instagram <laughs> at 2 Kpop. Thank you guys for your continued support on our episodes. And for following us on Instagram and interacting with our content. This is a lot of work, but it is fun for us. And we have a lot of fun with it. So that's all the time we have on today's episode. And we're going to come at you again with another episode next week that we already have in the works. Unless we both have shitty week again. But we're not trying to manifest (laughs) that type of energy. Yeah, we're not manifesting it. We're manifesting positivity. But I'm excited. Let's just say it's going to be a battle next episode. Oh, goodness. It's going to be a battle. (laughs) And you'll just have to see what it is on Two Real K-Pop.